today's tantalizing talk commerce episode, we reveal the secret sauce, spicing up brand loyalty with Ivan Pauly. I'm Veronica Costello, your co-host with the most, serving up a platter of commerce wisdom alongside my comically challenged colleague, Brent Peterson, who's off interviewing the brilliant minds of the business world. On the docket today, an exclusive chat with the SEO savant, Ivan Pauly, poised to transform the way you attract and keep your cherished clientele. As ever, Brent's jokes remain a testament to free, yet questionable, entertainment, a generous gift to humanity from the Free Joke Project. And while we're all for saving pennies where we can, is the rich content and candid discussions that truly bring us together. So, whether you're a seasoned digital marketer or a fresh-faced entrepreneur, this episode is your golden ticket to e-commerce enlightenment. Gear up for the journey. We'll navigate the serpentine paths of algorithms and analytics without losing our sense of humor, or at least what's left of it. But before we dive headfirst into the enlightening depths of today's commerce conundrum, let us tip our hats to the generous sponsors who make this broadcast possible. Pull up a chair, pop in those earbuds, and prepare for potent insights laced with just a dash of Brent's trademark banter. Are you lost in the content creation chaos, struggling under the burden of high costs and complications? Does the thought of regular content posting make you break out in hives? We feel your pain, but don't despair. Your content hero has arrived. Introducing Content Basis, delivering unparalleled content creation and scheduling solutions crafted specifically for your audience and needs. Harnessing the power of AI, we efficiently deliver on-point content every time. Our US-based team meticulously reviews each piece, ensuring authenticity and precision. We value your unique voice and insights. You direct the final shape while we handle ideation to execution. With auto-scheduling, your content always finds its audience. And with bi-weekly check-ins, our strategies sync with your vision. At Content Basis, we're your dedicated ally in the content battlefield. From ideation to posting, we've got your content journey covered. Visit contentbasis.io and say goodbye to content chaos today. That's contentbasis.io. My name is Brent Peterson and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, talk commerce. Welcome to this episode. Uh, today I have Ivan Pali. Ivan yeah. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Maybe tell us your name, pronounce your name the way that it's supposed to be pronounced because I'm notorious for pronouncing names incorrectly. Tell us your day-to-day -day role and maybe one of your passions in life. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Brent. Uh, hi, everybody. Thank you for introducing me. So uh, I'm a head of product at SageChecker now and I'm started at SageChecker as a digital marketer and worked for uh, four years like acquiring, working on acquiring traffic to our SaaS product. And yeah, we help businesses and agencies to grow organic search traffic. And yeah, usually I 
right now I'm working on creating useful features, unique features. Yeah, and like because we already have some stable traffic from Google and from content marketing, so I don't think about that now. But uh, I have some experience I would like to share with your audience. Yeah, and yeah, usually in my personal like I, uh, life, I like to play football, swim, uh, walk with my family, and read interesting books. You know, so yeah, yeah. So uh, I suggest you to talk today about like the. Uh, differences and similarities between SEO and content marketing and how to align them properly to boost your results no matter your content marketing or SEO expert. Perfect and um, I know in the green room you've volunteered that I could tell you a joke uh, so it, all you have to do is say should this joke be free or should we charge for it or in the world of SEO how can we get this joke away from SEO completely so nobody would ever find it again. How's that? Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, most dads only drink on days that begin with tea. Tuesdays, Thursdays, tomorrow, today, that today, and Sunday. I think it's good enough, and we charge uh, something about uh, something for that joke. I guess it's it's not many, but five ten dollars you can charge. All right. Five, ten dollars is the most anybody's ever said. So thank you so much for that. In the ever evolving retail landscape, one platform is changing the game, ushering in a retail renaissance that puts relationships at the forefront. Welcome to Endear. Endear is a CRM built for omni-channel brands, empowering them with the consumer data to deliver a personalized, efficient customer experience that drives sales and retention. Imagine a tool that intuitively understands your customers' needs, giving your brand a remarkable edge. Don't believe us? Geronimo from Rebag says, I've used every CRM from Salesforce down, and Endear is the best one I've found for us. With Endear, your team isn't just selling products and crafting stories that resonate, nurturing connections that last. It's not just a CRM. It's a tool that empowers your sales associates to make personalized connections, bridging brands and customers like never before. Ready to redefine retail clienteling with a platform trusted by hundreds of omni-channel brands around the globe? Request your Endear demo today and enter a future of enriched connections and unparalleled customer loyalty. All right, so let's get into some what we're actually here to talk about. Content marketing versus SEO. I mean, I think they're related, right? So tell us your, give us the, your kind of overview on the two differences. Let's talk about first SEO. And the web, your website is SEO Checker, right? Yeah, SEOchecker.com, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and it, towards the end, we can get into what you do, what your business does. And but for, let's talk about SEO and then let's talk about content marketing. Yeah, yeah. So before we start about the differences, let's try to understand uh, similarities yeah, between SEO and content marketing. So uh, both of them are methods to acquire uh, traffic and customers to your business, yeah? both of them. And usually both of them uh, have cumulative effect. Yeah? So cumulative effect, it's when every new unit of the content you create, it costs you less and you have more benefits from that. Yeah. But there are some differences between them and the first one is like how we optimize the content. So in SEO we usually optimize content for the requirements of Google 
And yeah, we're trying to create something usable for the user, but the final judgment is on the Google side. And if there are, uh, if Google can value something that users don't interested, you will create something for Google. And in content marketing, we usually optimize content for the needs of our target audience. We focus on the our user, on the quality of the content, on the needs it has. Uh, he has. So yeah, and um, in content marketing, the author usually have more freedom. Yeah, because in SEO you need all uh, always to think about how Google will understand your content and if he will understand you. Uh, the second difference is uh, how we build a content plan. In SEO, we usually start only start and finish with keyword research. Like we use tools that help us to understand which keywords usually our audience enter to the search engine, and we trying to think how to target to them. And in content marketing, we build a content plan based on the interest of target audience. And it's interesting because uh, sometimes. Uh, there are some interests that's not covered by keywords. Maybe this interest it's not popular. Uh, they are not popular yet, or uh, just keyword research tools uh, didn't recognize them. Yeah. So, in content marketing, it's especially like to talk to customers, to read their tweets, their LinkedIn posts, etc., to understand what their problem have. Uh, yeah, and. Mm, the problem with SEO experts is that when they work with keyword research, they sometimes uh, miss many useful content types like uh, case studies, expert polls, and so on, because they usually focus on long articles that will target uh, some keywords. Uh, yeah, and on the other side, content marketers also miss uh, valuable opportunities because when you create content and think only about user, you write uh, some words that Google can not understand. And if you just uh, change a few uh, titles, a few add some words that will help to search engine bots understand it, you can boost your uh, great content higher in search engines. Then the third difference is uh, where we replace the content. In SEO we usually post uh, the content only on our site. Sometimes we uh, can uh, ask for guest posting on our site, but usually it's only for link building used. And in content marketing, our website is only one of the possible platforms. Yeah, We can post content on YouTube, on the Medium, on Substack, on Reddit, on Quora, etc. etc. And it's like another vision, because SEO experts usually focus on the websites. And content marketers, they usually have a broader view how they can acquire audience. Uh, the fourth difference is for what purposes we create content. In SEO, we create content only for acquiring new customers, and in content marketing, we focus on both acquiring customers and retaining one. And uh, the fifth difference is a, a variety of content types we use. As I said, SEOs usually just uh, wrote uh, long articles and uh, don't use different formats. In content marketing, you can create a, a short tweet, a short post on LinkedIn, you can create videos, and uh, all these formats can help you 
like get more from from the existing piece of the content yeah uh, the sixth and uh, method the sixth difference is like uh, methods how we promote the content uh, in SEO we like use just uh, outreach maybe sometimes email marketing and guest posting and in content marketing you can use uh, social networks uh, PPC campaigns uh, influencer marketing um, more emails newsletters and uh, big variety yeah so uh, yeah, and the seven difference is like the main assets, the main um, investments what we have in SEO and content marketing. In SEO, we our main assets like the domain age, link profile, and stable traffic. Uh, in content marketing, all of uh, our assets focus on the brand awareness, uh, number of subscribers, and audience trust, and. Uh, yeah, and based on these assets, we have like main risks. In SEO, the main risk is to uh, be affected by the Google update. And uh, in content marketing, the main risk is the lack of stable traffic. Yeah, because sometimes you just post something, post something, but traffic just uh, quickly goes up and then drop down immediately. And uh, yeah, it's uh, like another risk, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's like eight differences I I highlight and I, I find in between them, yeah. But uh, they can strengthen each other. They can they can uh, support each other. Is that what you meant to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, but before like we go into the aligning them, let's start uh, a few words about why the importance of content marketing grows, yeah? So the first one thing, it's like the growing popularity of YouTube, of TikTok, social networks, messengers, etc. And Google tried to uh, follow this trend. It's, uh, you can find it uh, like how many shorts videos uh, appear on YouTube and how Google tried to implement them in their own search. And because like people want entertainment everywhere even in the shorts in the search now yeah so this the other the second problem it's like the increase in customer acquisition costs uh, facebook ads google ads uh, they became more uh, cost because uh, most costed because uh, auction model auction model yeah it's when like the if somebody ready to pay more for this click uh, you, you don't uh, get any click or uh, your unit economy uh, will be uh, failed. Yeah, it's another problem. Then um, AI, for example, uh, in the last uh, conference, yeah, Google presented the uh, new approach, how uh, he planned to w implement in artificial intelligence in the search engine results page. And we see that there, are, there will be uh, many queries by which uh, user will have like only one result on the whole screen and it means even if you have the first place by important keywords uh, you will get less traffic and it means that content marketing is a, a much more important opportunity because you can use another platforms to acquire customers yeah and the, the another uh, the speed of getting results 
Uh, in SEO, you need time. It's almost uh, every every time you create a website, you need time to rank it and uh, get some trust from Google. In content marketing, you can start with good idea and your Twitter, LinkedIn profile, or anything else, and start acquiring the uh, subscribers and uh, customers. So yeah, that's why important like to uh, focus uh, on content marketing now. Yeah, and um, Mm. So how align them properly? Uh, the number one rule is like um, how we create a content plan. So uh, usually if you are a SEO and you previously did only keyword research, uh, now you need to try to talk people to investigate something about your audience in social media and try to understand what they're talking about and what are their pains now. And based on that, try to create an ideas of the content. Forget for keyword research a little bit, start only from the idea that will be interesting for your audience, and then you will try to create some, like, to edit this content to be able, like, to be liked by Google, yeah. Uh, so, this is the first one. The second rule is like, uh, uh, it's also based on the first one, uh, change the approach to working with uh, guest writers, uh, content writers, freelancers who create uh, some content for your website. Uh, when you create a content brief, uh, try to avoid uh, very specific requirements like enter these keywords, uh, use uh, this amount of key, uh, words in the page, etc. Uh, try to give more freedom to the authors, just trying to like add a few topics, a few theses that authors should uh, write about. Uh, because more freedom means that uh, author can uh, write about what he thinks is imp it's important. Yeah, because more if you use more specific uh, uh, limits, more specific requirements, it uh, destroys the creativity for the authors. Usually, it works like that. Yeah, I, I want to comment yeah. specifically on that point because I think there's a lot of new tools out there that are that are, they call it keyword. Um, keywords squashing or whatever where you're trying to you're trying to push so many keywords into into a certain item right and and now there's tools that i see coming out that are saying hey i um uh, you want to write this article here's the keywords that we think are for this article and then they score you on the amount of keywords that you see right so you're what i think what you're saying is that 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 approach maybe it worked in the past but the way things are changing and evolving with the google al algorithm yeah. that that's not going to work anymore maybe comment on that but also comment and then if if the if and i agree with your multi-channel approach how are you going to be able to measure the different uh the different channels that you have opportunities on and where you should focus some of that content on those other channels uh so the first one is trying to understand which one if, if the specific channel, uh, if there are your audience, and then which type of the audience, yeah. So uh, I, for example, I am now trying to uh, like, uh, grow in exposure on LinkedIn and Twitter. And I tried to do that on Quora, on Reddit, but I had bad result there. Maybe on Quora, some middle results. But how, how I measure it, uh, I'm, uh, seen on the impressions 
on the repost, like the, the first engagement signals, yeah. And then uh, I'm just having Google Analytics some in, uh, uh, traffic sources, and I'm seeing if it uh, helps to acquire new free trials, new sales, and if uh, if yes, is a sign that that I need to scale up. But usually, yeah, um, uh, the first one seen based on the only on the engagement because uh, sometimes you like need m many time in content marketing to get uh, some the first one thousand of subscribers. It's, it takes time. You need to post uh, uh, regularly, and sometimes you don't have any feedback from the uh, users. But you need to like you need to invest in every uh, some time and resources in every channel you would like to test uh, because uh, like try to invest one month or three months in three four channels and then try to understand which one is better for you and scale it up but what's important also for channels is like the uh, it's uh, mind the uh, the four the force rule yeah, about multiplying channels uh, the reproduction of content uh, in different formats is uh, cheaper than creating the new one content. Yeah, because creating meanings uh, is always much more difficult than just uh, implementing the new some idea into video, into infographics. It's the same idea, but in different formats. It's much easier. Uh, sometimes you just need to copy and paste the same text in different. Uh, social media accounts it's not so much time yet so the idea is like trying to uh, to ut automate as much as possible in publishing content and then uh, focus on the uh, things that that work it's like uh, the rule that work in every uh, niche you know yeah, tell us a little bit about, so, you know, we, we had started off with SEO Checker. Tell us how you're using that tool to engage in, in, in both the content side and the SEO side. Yeah, so uh, one of the most popular uh, things we do is like uh, using data studies and experts uh, polls to create valuable content um, for the audience, yeah. So, for example, we have some uh, some keywords we would like to target, but we understand that um, we have no expertise to write the con uh, write the article about that. So we uh, uh, contact our uh, like part all the partners, uh, just a pool of the big pool of the experts we know, and we ask them some questions. It's we work very uh, attentive in the form we create for them. Uh, usually we try to make as much as uh, possible already ready variants we're trying to avoid like uh, um, open comments just ready variants for which uh, the expert should uh, vote yeah and we ask them some some uh, questions that we understand our audience will interested to hear the answer and we'll make uh, after that some study uh, it contains infographics it contains inside some some insights, yeah, what we found about some idea, and uh, after that, when we publish it, we also ask experts to like, oh, we published it, and sometimes we 
include uh, the specific expert into their research, their uh, name, their photo, their uh, link to their website or Twitter, LinkedIn. And when we send the link to them, even without like uh, mentioning that we would like to, you will you will share that. Some they very uh, often share these uh, things, yeah, on their websites, on their Twitter and LinkedIn profiles, and like it's like the will that help us to grow our uh, social media awareness uh, using these experts, yeah. And from the other side, because our content is uh, good from the Google side and from the audience side, uh, these uh, pieces of content often like started targeted by number one uh, in the Google search. So for, for the last uh, piece of content we created for that, that really uh, help us to target, uh, uh, help us to get uh, the first position in the, uh, in the Google, it was uh, top seven newsletters research. We just asked our audience and experts which letters, which newsletter they read. And in a month we started ranking number one. But it's also important to understand that usually it works when you have some some brand because experts should understand that it has value to be covered on your blog, yeah. And you also have some trust and uh, uh, authority in Google uh, uh, in Google eyes be uh, because without that, like, you can create a great content, but without that, uh, he will not uh, rank you higher. Yeah, I, I saw an interesting um, article from or from somebody that said if that even 40 articles doesn't make you an expert in the eyes of Google, right? You you need to have a deep some deep content that has been there for a little bit of time and that that has that has authority on and and very specific about what you're trying to rank in. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, you need like to. Uh, Google created uh, to like because Google is very big. He and uh, I guess he very afraid to lose the value of its search. Yeah, and because that's on the first page, usually they try to place the websites that very uh, trustiness and popular, even if their their pages. Uh, has a lack of some content relevance, yeah. So it's it's the some problem because if if they will um, try to give more uh, more weight to their content relevance than the pages uh, than the website authority, it's kind of like um, it's very easy to uh, like. To hack, yeah, it's very easy to hack content relevance. You can create many content, but it's difficult to to hack the authority. You need many backlinks. You need uh, uh, some uh, signs of your expertise, and so on, so on. So Google is trying to focus on things that it's very difficult to hack. Yeah, I got it. Um, so we have a few minutes left. If you have some advice to give somebody that's trying to grow their SEO, where would they start? Uh, yeah, so uh, what is like my uh, startup checklist, yeah, if you start in a website and you would like to use both SEO and content marketing, you need to start with SEO, you need to do keyword research, create the plan for which, which one landing pages you should create and start um, 
publishing content, but uh, simultaneously try to do content marketing. So uh, write a list of ideas, like a list of pains your audience have, and try to uh, write a brief, some brief uh, uh, ideas how you plan to fix them, which uh, maybe you have some, even maybe you some, uh, have some questions to your audience, not the answers yet, yeah? Try these short posts and try to publish them regularly on Twitter and LinkedIn. Try to talk to your customers. Try to use, uh, like, try to write the interesting, lead, uh, interesting article and publish it on, a, on not, not on your website, but on some trusted, popular uh, magazine or journal or uh, local uh, website. Because if you will, if you will write it, if you will publish it on your website, you need time. Uh, many time to start ranking uh, by this page, but if you write it on some website that already has the uh, in engagement, the brand, the audience, you can get the feedback from this audience immediately. You you already get can get uh, the first customers and uh, the first uh, uh, the first sales when in in a day if you will publish a very valuable content. So from my side. Uh, like I have uh, the personal website here, yeah, and uh, I started uh, publish content there. But uh, simultaneously, I uh, publish on Medium because I know that uh, this recommendation system help to uh, help to uh, acquire audience to the content that other people find interesting. And yeah, and it really helped me. So this is the main the main rule when you start. And then when you started. Uh, uh, when your sale will grow, then uh, it's important to use your stable Google traffic to convert users to other uh, resources. Uh, uh, what we do, uh, what we do on SearchEcker now, it's we have like many traffic on our landing pages, so we are growing our YouTube channel, and we just creating YouTube videos only for the landing pages that uh, gives us uh, many traffic. So the first landing page it gives us the most of traffic. We create video for on this uh, topic, then we paste this video uh, on in this landing page, and these landing pages so traffic from Google uh, converted to our YouTube channel. Then we go to the next page. Yeah. So this is a strategy that help you like to diversify your traffic channels. Yeah, and I think the one point I'm going to key on on that I think a lot of people make a mistake on is when you are when you're writing your content, you want to make sure that your content is for your audience, not what you think your content should be. The audience is the one that's going to consume the content, and I think a lot of new content creators maybe look at SEO a little bit too much when they're generating their content. They don't think about how the audience is going to consume that content. I also like what you said earlier about having an expert help you with that. And most of the time, somebody building a new site is the expert. So maybe what they need is an editor or somebody to help them write their stories a little better or the, their posts a little better uh, to help that content perform. And then the the last point that I'll I'll I like what you've said about is not only focusing on your own site but focusing on other domains like Medium, like LinkedIn articles that help to uh, bring traffic to your site, but also build some authority around what you're trying to promote. 
I think that's those are great points that anybody could use uh, to yeah. get that. Yeah, and important that Google started like uh, it has like EAT uh, expertise, uh, experience, and uh, authority and trustworthiness is like the framework that um, Google uh, delegate to its assessors to use when they judge its website is good or not, and you have good EAT if you have like many um, signs of a good expert and good experts usually have publications on different platforms and different websites so yeah, in this case content marketing will help you uh, help your SEO. That's perfect Ivan we, we have a few minutes left as I close out the podcast to give everybody a chance to do a shameless plug you can mm. plug anything you'd like what would you like to plug today? Mm. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just, um, mm, would like uh, to say about our site checker, about our uh, so software. So I found that special agencies find our service uh, useful because if you manage many websites, it's very difficult to uh, get to know, like to have, uh, understand, to, to understand is uh, something uh, good with website or it, it has some problems. And our system helps you in that. It sends you alerts when something critical happens and sends you reports where you can uh, judge its, like, its traffic growth, which landing pages down, which keywords down. And uh, yeah, so it's like the must-have solution for agencies. And if anybody from your audience have any questions, I, will, I, would, I would like to give a demo for them. Perfect, and I'll make sure I put all those in the show notes. Ivan Pali, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Brent. It was a pleasure to take part in your, new pod in your podcast. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of Talk Commerce. Please rate this episode wherever you download your podcasts. We are actively looking for people to participate in the free joke project. Go to talk-commerce.com and sign up for your free spot on the free joke project. If you are a business, I will do a 30-second elevator pitch in the spot to help promote your business. That's talk-commerce.com. <laughs>